Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Allen Brooks, Sr. Now, it is October the 22nd. Now, we will be dealing with a continuation of the mystery of godliness and in and a part of that mystery is what we would call the body of Christ. The body of Christ, which is the church, which is the church. And in this uh, mystery of godliness, dealing with the body of Christ, it is likened unto what a real, true, holy matrimony really is. Really is what it really is. And it is that relationship between Christ as a husband man and the church as his bride or he as the head of the body of Christ and the church, the church, the many members are the body. They are the body. We are many members in the one body. Therefore, we are considered the body of Christ. Then in the mystery, he gives us a clear revelation of what a true marriage is by the relationship between Christ and his body or the church, the body of Christ. Watch how serious, not your marriage, not, 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 not your marriages in the earth, not your fleshly carnal marriages. He's in Ephesians chapter number five. He's not only given us a clear orderly fashion of what a true marriage relationship really looks like but he's going to give you a orderly step that if you have any sense because at the end of the whole dialogue he narrows it down to that you can never hate one's self. You can never hate one's self. And if you can never hate yourself, then you will know what it is to love the body. Then you know what it is to love the body then you also know that the body cannot function without a head. The body can't function without the head. The body is in submission to the head because the head loves the body and the body loves the head. And that is the matrix of what a marriage relationship 
should look like because they are one. Now, watch the revelation of the Lord that he gives to Paul as he's dealing with these Ephesians. Then he, he teaches them, this is how you walk in love. This is how you will be able to walk in love. If you see it, I'm presenting it to you. Has the Lord given it to us? If you see it this way, then you can mirror this from your marriage relationship. Because if you don't, it's going to be a manifold, which it is now, or a multitude or plethora of men and women who will not, even though they say they're saved or born again, will not enter into a proper marriage relationship because they do not understand the matrix of what they're really saying. Now you could stay single. You, you could stay there if you want to. But that time as, as I try to do as a single person, we give that time to the Lord. Even as I said before, most of my messages are presented to you between three and four and five and in the morning, like now. Now, I want you to see something here that you probably haven't read. But if you are at a place in your life where you are flirting with temptation and you found yourself single, females at the age of 50, and now you're moving back in wantingness, because I don't know, you know, if you have been widows indeed. And because you've have a long you've had a long marriage and now you've become a widow. But if you've been a woman and you just been single, but you've been in the body of Christ, what have you been doing? I hope you've been giving yourself to the Lord. Because it is a fleshly war going on. Today, whether one has so one has to decide whether they're going to dive deeply into their spiritual life or they're going to go again back to that dead man or to that dead woman. I guess in, in, in uh, Ephesians 5 and 21, just that first verse is a disruption submitting submitting if you are a body and your head and your body is together that's in submission one is in submission to the other that's how they work together submitting yourselves one to another 
in the fear of God. You submit, women, not because somebody is making you, because it's in the fear of God, because God said it. It's a commandment from God. Submit. Submitting yourselves one to another. You have to do this if you want to enter into a marriage relationship because the relationship between Christ and, 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 and God the Father are one. We are one. They are one. And you are going to have to do this submitting. Now, how did you learn how to submit? You learn how to submit in your singleness, in your singleness of your first birth being born again. You learn how to be single unto the Lord. In truthfulness, in honesty, in loyalty, because of his promises, because of his touch. You knew it was him. Therefore, you submitted to the power of God and to Christ Jesus, the Savior, your Savior and your Redeemer. In the fear of God. See, once you receive the power of God, no, you, now you know of the fear of God. Because once that power of God apprehends you, you are apprehended. You are literally apprehended. It's like it's something takes over your whole body. Till you begin to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives you utterance. Now you've been apprehended. Now you're in total submission. He's teaching us in the first initial birth of us entering into that partaking of the body of Christ. The water baptism and through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He's teaching us how to submit. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. That's why you need the power of God to come over you and take over and get control of your tongue. So you can begin to do James. Watch this. He says, wives, submit. In the fear of God, in the reverence, if you reverence God, you will submit yourselves unto your own husbands as you're doing it unto the Lord. Submit yourselves to your own husbands. Your own husband. Now, that's going to lead to a question. How many husbands do you have now? Because if you slept with a multitude of men, And a situation happened inside of you. You just got married. It was the conception of the copulation of your marriage with that one person. Then you got up and went and, and was intimate again with another person and copulated and married and entered into another marriage relationship with another person. Now you got to get divorced from all these different men. That's why it says wives, wives, all wives, 
See, he, he hasn't got to the part of wives, what's going on in the marriage yet. He hasn't gotten there yet. Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. He's the savior of the body. Now, one thing today, these women, these people, just like with Christ, they killed their head. They won't let the man be the head today. And preachers aren't preaching even messages that say that the man is the head. For the head of the woman is the man. For the head of man is Christ. For the head of Christ is God. In the relationship with Christ and God, they have never gotten out of order. All is disorder and disruption and dysfunction is all because of the dysfunction of the relationships between these males and females. Because nobody wants to submit. He's the savior of the body. Because he's the head. How would a body look without a, without a head? Like a freak. And then that's what's running around. Just a bunch of freaks. Because nobody wants to submit. The men don't want to submit to Christ and the women don't want to submit to the men. Therefore, as the church is in subjection unto Christ, so let the wise be. Now, this is in the body. This is the gospel. Do y'all know this? This is the gospel. When you preach, this is what you preach. Therefore, as the church is in subjection to Christ, so let the wives be in subjection unto their own husbands in everything. In everything. Because all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and to them that are called according to his purpose. So you don't have to worry about the things in your submission. Because all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. All you got to worry about is do you love the Lord to them that love the Lord? And then are you the called? Therefore, as the church is in subjection to Christ, so let the wives be in subjection unto their own husbands in everything. In everything. Husbands, love your head, love your body. I'm sorry. Husbands, love your wives. Husbands, love your body. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. He gave himself for it. What are you as a man willing to give? Because no, no, you can't be a born again man of God and you're not a giver. That just comes with the territory. Just being born again, you become a giver automatically.
Because the God in you is a giver. You can't be God given no matter how hard you try. He's going to be a giver through you. The husband loves your husbands love your wives as Christ has loved the church. And he gave himself for it. Women, you're looking for a man that's a giver. Not to you, to everybody. His mama, his sisters, his 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 family. You, his neighbors. You're looking for a, a husband that's a giver. Not a taker. Why? That he might sanctify it. He gave himself for it that he might sanctify it and cleanse it and wash it by the washing of the word. By the washing of the word. He's going to cleanse us. He's going to sanctify us. By the washing of the word. Conversation and con constructive. Criticism. Construct, construct, not destruct, Sean, destruct. That he might sanctify and cleanse it by the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy. And without blemish, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. He that loveth him, his wife is the body, loveth himself. For no man ever hateth his own body, or no man ever hateth his own self. The wife is the self of you. No man can ever hate himself. If you never hate, you can never hate yourself. You can never hate your wife. For no man ever yet hateth his own flesh, but nourish and cherisheth it, even as the Lord nourish and cherish the church, which is the body, which is his bride. And for this cause shall no man, for this, I mean, um, for we are all members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. For this cause shall no man, for shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife and they too shall be one flesh. The two are one flesh, y'all. That's the problem. Y'all trying to act like y'all too. And y'all are one. And he said, and when you come together and when you become one, he said, that's a mystery. That is the mystery. He said, for this is a great mystery 
and I speak concerning Christ and his church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see see look the wife see that she reverence her husband this is all a mystery in the body of Christ of what the church should look like in its relationship to the husband man This is a great mystery. Now, watch this. In Colossians chapter number three, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are from above and not and where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection. Set your affections. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth, for ye are dead. For ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God for your life is hid with Christ in God when Christ who who is our life shall appear then shall ye also appear with him in glory this, this is the oneness. This is this one relationship connection, which is a mystery. Before you want to go into a marriage, you've got to understand the oneness of, of Christ in his relationship to the church and how deep that is. Because once you take your car and put it in that garage and start it, y'all better get ready to get married. Or don't even go in, don't put your car in the garage, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil concupiscence, and covetedness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedient, in the which ye also walk sometimes when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these 
anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, and filthy communication out of your mouth and lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man in with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge of the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humble of mind, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel, a complaint against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Put on love, put on love, put on Christ, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Watch this. Eighteen of Colossians 3. It says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things. For this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And whatsoever you do, do it hearty, 
heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that the Lord shall receive your reward of the inheritance. Knowing that the Lord, ye shall receive the reward of your inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive the wrong which he have done. And there is no respect of persons. Amen.